everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TransformationContest.com. And we're here with a very special call this week. This is a transformation special because we are starting the fifth Turbulence Training Transformation Program this week on Monday, May the 4th. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into our best transformation tip for the week. And then we're going to talk about all of the rules. So actually, what I've got here today is not just one, but 11 tips for people who are just getting back into exercise. And these are 11 safety tips because these are really, really important. And even if you've been training for a long time, this is also extremely important for you to review. And it gets into the mindset of why some of the turbulence training rules are set up the way they are in the manual. And again, please follow the instructions because if you take a look at the last two winners, you take a look at Robin who won and she actually set the record for 34 pounds of fat loss in just 12 weeks. And you take a look at Hal and Hal lost over 30 pounds of fat in 12 weeks. They both started with the beginner and intermediate programs. And Hal was also a guy who was lifting heavy weights prior to turbulence training, yet he went back to the beginner program. So it doesn't matter what level you think you are at. At the very least, I want everyone to start with the intermediate program. We're going to be featuring the beginner program in this call, but I also want to go over all these transformation tips right here on how to train safe and effectively so that you get that full 12 weeks in because as Robin says in her essay, don't start off too hard. Start off conservatively. And as I always say, remember that you can't really exercise your way into a lot of fat loss at, at the start, especially if you're out of shape because you can't really burn that many calories. Where you're going to lose that belly fat is from your nutrition. So start safe. Focus on your diet. You'll lose a lot of weight really quickly, even though you're not exercising your brains out and you know injuring yourself and getting into that dark side of exercise. So if you just want to get right to the contest, go to transformationcontest.com forward slash rules, and you'll find out all the information there, including where you need to register for this uh, transformation contest, just entering in your name and email address so that we have a list of everybody who has entered into this contest. All right, so transformation tip number one of 11 here, and it's don't do any exercise that you aren't sure how to do. Always get personal instruction from a certified trainer. And now that leads into number two, which is don't do anything that hurts or doesn't feel right. And there are plenty of alternative exercises for any movement out there, whether it's a barbell squat, we can come up with 20 different ways to do a different exercise that works similar muscle groups. So just ask us on the Turbulence Training Forum for substitutions at ttmembers.com. So again, you'll get your three-month free membership when you grab Turbulence Training and even with your trial offer there. And you can ask any question you want. Or you can go to the blogs or whatever and just ask questions about what exercises you can sub in in your turbulence training programs because there are tons of alternatives exercises out there. Now, whenever you start a new program, use lighter weights than normal. This is tip number three. And only do one set per exercise. So as you see in most turbulence training programs, they recommend three supersets. But in your first week, just do one superset, meaning you'll do exercise A and then exercise B and then you'll move on to the next superset, where normally you do exercise A, exercise B, rest, and repeat that two more times. But again, be conservative. You're going to expect extra soreness when starting a new program because of the new exercises. So don't try and set world records right away because, again, diet is the key to fat loss at the start. Number four, if you need extra recovery within the workout or between the workouts, feel free to take it. You know, it's not... 
these aren't the Ten Commandments, you know, the, the program recommendations, the rest intervals. You know, they, these rules can be broken or can be, um, you know, changed for people that have lower fitness levels. So take longer rest periods. That's what Robin did. Not only did she take longer rest periods, but she actually took longer in between workouts. And as you'll see in the beginner program, we're only having you exercise twice per week uh, once you get started and only doing two supersets rather than three even in the full workouts. Safety first. Number five is use a spotter if you're training with heavy weights. So this obviously doesn't apply to beginners, but if you're more advanced and you train, make sure you're using spotters. Or if you're training alone at home and with dumbbells, you know, follow the recommendations and don't train to failure. I actually did a research project when I was a fourth-year student in exercise physiology, and what we found was, you know, what, what goes on when you do an exercise is that your brain controls your muscles, and there's a level of activity between your brain to your muscles called, you know, um, EMG, which is electromyographic, electromyograph, I forget what it is, EMG, but anyways, I forget what it actually stands for, but it's the electrical signal sent from your brain to your muscles. And what happens is, when you're doing something, let's say you pick a weight you can do 10 times. The first time you do it, you're not sending the maximum amount of electrical impulse to your muscles. You're, I think you're at maybe 60 or 70%. But with each repetition, that starts to climb up. And so, you know, you start to fatigue and you have to recruit more of your muscles. But once you get to set, uh, repetition 8 or 9 out of 10, you've, you're up at 100%. So you're recruiting all of your muscle there. So you don't have to go to failure. You can stop one short. You don't have to go to failure to maximally recruit all your muscle mass, which is, you know, the whole belief about going to failure, that, you know, if you don't go to failure, you don't recruit all your muscle. But it's not true, at least what I found in my research. So as long as you get to within one repetition short of failure, which is safer, you know, that you're able to use proper form for every single one of those repetitions, then you're going to be fine. And that's an advanced tip anyways. All right, so check your ego at the gym door and start with easier alternative exercises if appropriate. Don't go to failure. And even if you've exercised in the past, stay conservative. These new exercises and the new style of movements and the probably shorter rest periods than what you're used to and possibly even heavier weights or heavier resistance than what you're used to is going to cause muscle soreness from workouts even if you think they are easy. And, you know, it's quite the legend that most people think that the intermediate program is far too easy for them. They look at it and say, oh, this is a joke. These exercises, some of them are body weight. You know, I've been training with weight machines all the time. This isn't going to be hard enough. But then they try it. And as I posted on my blog, I can make that workout as hard as possible. If you need to increase the number of repetitions in some of the body weight exercises to make more of a challenge, that's fine. But be conservative in your first workout. All right, do not do interval training more than four times per week. That's the limit there. Never skip a warm-up, so use the general bodyweight warm-ups and then the specific warm-up sets in each turbulence training workout. Do not skip those. That is not an option. And if you want to start turbulence training but you think you have an injury, make sure you get medical attention first and professional therapist to rehabilitate your injury before starting the exercise program. And number 10 here is we actually make, you know, insist that you check with your doctor before you start any new exercise or diet program. Again, safety first here. And it doesn't matter if you can exercise as hard as possible in the first week because it is your diet that's giving you those results at the start. If you make the changes, 
and go from fast food to whole natural food, you will lose so much weight in the first week, even if you didn't exercise at all. But we're going to exercise slowly and conservatively, build your strength up, prepare your muscles and your joints for harder exercise in the future. And the bonus tip number 11 here is if you decide to use running as your form of interval training, make sure you have good running shoes and you always do an extra thorough warm-up because running is a higher velocity movement than, say, you know, using a bike against resistance. A stationary cycle, there's not going to be a, an opportunity to pull a muscle as much on a bike as there will be in running and sprinting. So choose a safe running surface as well, grass or trails rather than pavement or concrete. I actually just went out and ran some trails today just for fun because I was feeling like, you know, just some days you feel like running. So that's what we did after the dog walk. We just ran a few intervals just for fun on an off day. But we ran on trails and we weren't going to, you know, I, I don't run on pavement or concrete. It's just going to pound your joints down. And if you do use a treadmill, please operate it safely. So those are the transformation tips. They're beginner. They're also advanced. But they're all about safety first. And again, you've heard me say this a million times if you listen to these podcasts. So much of your results are going to come from nutrition. So focus on that. Don't overexercise. And you will be a very happy person with your results, but also with how your body is feeling. All right, so let's move into workout A from the Beginner Turbulence Training Program. And if you do not have turbulence training, you can try it out for $5, for $4.95, for less than $5, at turbulencetraining.com forward slash trialoffer.shtml. And now for $4.95, I mean, I just went and bought a green tea for you know $2.16. So that's only two green teas per month will get me the trial offer of turbulence training. So you get 21 days to try it out. And I guarantee that you will be very happy with it, plus the forums, plus the transformation contest. And if you don't like it, just let us know, and we will not charge you a penny more. All right, so warm-up circuit. You can do a prisoner squat. So that's why you have your hands up behind your head and just doing squatting. Make sure you watch some of our videos on YouTube that uh, exercises all over the place there. Uh, Push-ups or kneeling push-ups are next, and stability ball leg curls. So you see you got... Your upper back in the prisoner squat, lower body obviously, then you got your pressing muscles in your abdominals in the push-up, and the back of your legs is in the stability ball leg curl. So we're hitting everything there and preparing you for the real supersets. So that's your warm-up that hits all the hot zones. Then you move into dumbbell squats and push-ups as your first superset. And in week one, you're only going to do one round of that. In weeks two, three, and four, you're only going to do two rounds of that, just because, again, we're starting conservatively. Then in the second superset, you can do dumbbell rows, 10 repetitions per side, and again, stability ball leg curls, just because that exercise is such an amazing exercise, stability ball leg curls. Now, if you don't want to do stability ball leg curls again, you can do stability ball hip extensions where you just have your soles of your feet on the ball and you bridge your hips up. And that is actually a really powerful contraction for the hamstrings. And even though I'm quite a strong person, both the leg curl and the hip extension using the ball are exercises you just really can't replicate. And that's why I highly recommend that everybody gets even just a $20 stability ball because you're not sitting on that ball. All that matters is is that it rolls and that you can put some pressure on it. And so you can use the cheapest ball that you can find as long as it's inflated and you're not going to sit on it again. Um, But those exercises just can't be done with almost any other piece of equipment. So I highly recommend that. And then you're going to do the ab curl up, which is not an ab crunch. It's a different movement. Uh, make sure you check out the, the manual for that. And then side plank. That's your third superset there. 
Then you're going to finish off with beginner interval training workout A. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And yes, beginners can do interval training. It's uh, not about sprinting your brains out here. Interval training for beginners is simply harder exercise followed by easier exercise. And it can just be a little bit harder than normal cardio to start. So that's it for workout A. Again, grab the trial offer, get the program, and you will love it. You'll be surprised at how hard, I mean, that most of that workout's done lying on the ground, and you'll be surprised at how hard you can work lying on the ground. It's really powerful. So let's talk about nutrition here on Tuesday. Again, we're going to get our 30 minutes of activity, so if you're a beginner and you don't know what else to do, simply going for a 30-minute walk, you know, preferably on trails rather than pavement or concrete, especially if you're overweight, and you can walk very slowly if you're unfit. But just do something, especially at this time of year when I'm recording this call in North America. We're going to have longer, longer days. Even down under, you know, it's still the end of the uh, the summer getting into to, um you know, the fall-type weather there. So this is a really good time of year to be outside exercising and enjoying nature and, you know, enjoying what we do. Because I really, truly believe that if you enjoy what you do, you'll get more results than if you hate the exercise that you do. And most people hate going in and using the machines. So that's why I think, and I have absolutely no scientific proof, but that's why I think a lot of people don't get results because they hate the exercise program they are on and... For whatever reason, that contributes to them not getting the results they deserve. All right, so let's also talk about finding joy in things beside food. Now, that sounds a little bit weird, but here's what I want to talk about. So many people are checking out, and food is a comfort for them. And I think it's a mindset that we have to get that food doesn't have to be the only source of joy in our life. And I, and I know that this is a very complex subject, you know, very psychologically deep that uh, some people do resort to food as being a very big comfort in their life. But there's certainly other things that we need to try and find comfort in and, you know, breaking some of the food rituals that we have. I mean, every time that we sit down in front of the TV, we don't need to have our hands in something. We can, you know, find the joy in the television show or find the joy in sitting down with somebody and having, you know, a, a water or green tea or a coffee without calories in it if the calories are unnecessary, and finding the joy in the conversation with people, finding joy in, in activity like walking and taking in the sights and, and nature, finding joy in relaxing and meditation and breathing, or, you know, just finding other things in life so that food is not our focus because I hear that from so many people, especially in the transformation essay contest that we have, the motivation essay contest on my blog at ttfatloss.com. I heard a lot of painful stories, and I want people to understand that, uh, you know, we don't have to self-medicate ourselves with food. And, and, you know, I'm certainly not a psychologist, and I'm certainly not saying that you should just be able to drop, you know, your chips or cookie habit like that. I mean, it's it's, uh, certainly not that easy. But if we can all take baby steps every day towards finding something else that does make us happy rather than sitting down to 500 calories. You know, maybe we can find something that actually burns 50 to 100 calories and, you know, brings joy into our lives or makes, you know, social support relationships with people. Anything we can do. That's that's all I'm saying. And, uh, you know, getting the power over food is something that I, I really think that we should work for every day. And, and a great resource, I highly recommend, I've recommended this before, is Brad Pilon's book, eatstopeat.com. 
even just reading that book and trying the program once can help you change your life, even if you don't use it on a regular basis like, like I do and Brad does. So his Eat, Stop, Eat program, I highly recommend it at eatstopeat.com. And again, if you have any questions or recommendations about finding joy in things besides food and, and building rituals that aren't all about calories, please let us know in the blog or you know comment down at the bottom of this post. Email us at support at turbulence training. I mean, just you know, let us know that you're you're struggling or you need help or you have a solution for people because that's what we're all about is sharing the solutions to these problems that uh, I know are so so prevalent today. So let us help you, and, and hopefully you can help us, and we'll make some changes in everybody's lives here. So let's move on into Wednesday. Let's get into some workout stuff. Enough of me talking about such serious information here. Let's have a little fun with our workouts. So you're going to have a little dumbbell superset to start. Of course, you're going to do your body weight warm-up as usual. Then you're going to get into dumbbell chest presses. Now, some people say you shouldn't do weights until you've mastered the push-up, but obviously it's going to be quite difficult for someone who's very overweight to do push-ups. They need to, they will benefit from dumbbell chest presses. So we'll get some dumbbell chest presses in there. Works all your pushing muscles, and also your trainer should help you focus on contracting your abdominals as you do that exercise. Then you're going to go right into the dumbbell step-up. So just holding your dumbbells by your hands or by your sides with your hands, or doing this with body weight only and doing 10 repetitions per side. Next superset is elevated push-up, or kneeling elevated push-up, of course. Uh, however, you have to modify this. And what you're going to do in this exercise is actually place one hand about four to six inches up on a block or a square hexagonal dumbbell or whatever, something that's not going to roll, of course. Maybe a medicine ball if you're advanced and you can control it. But what you're going to do here is uh, have one hand elevated and one hand down the floor and regular push-ups and do six repetitions per side. Do less if you can't do all those repetitions. That's fine. We're not set in stone here. And what I want you to focus on here is bracing your abdominals and working. You're going to end up working muscles in your torso, specifically the serratus anterior muscle, which runs across your abdominals. And so you will feel a little extra soreness in there if you've never done those before. So take it easy and don't go overboard. You're going to pair that with one-leg hip extensions. Again, another exercise lying on the ground that's going to surprise you at how hard and effective it is. And so you'll be working up the sweat on the ground, especially when paired with this final superset of a plank and bird dog exercise. Bird dog exercise, most people think, what the heck is going on in this exercise? But what it's focusing on is controlled movement, controlling your torso, stabilizing your spine, your abdominals, and focusing on tiny muscles in your lower back, but also working a little bit of mobility in your upper back that most people are going to have a hard time with. Now, people who do yoga and Pilates will make this exercise look easy, but many people who are stuck at a desk job all day and don't get mobility are going to have a hard time with it. So please have patience with that exercise. Don't skip it just because it seems a little awkward because you're going to get a lot of value out of it. Then you're going to finish off with interval training workout B. We'll talk about details in a second. Let's move on into Thursday, another day of fun activity. Have some fun. Maybe go to the pool even just you know, goof around in the pool for 30 minutes. Get some joy out of activity instead of being around food all the time. So that's our little activity tip there. And I want to talk to you about number one diet tip here, which is simply to not keep bad food in the house. So get rid of something this week. If you have a lot of junk in the house, start getting rid of some. Start bringing in some better fruits and vegetables. Again, baby stepping your way to better fat loss. Over time, as Robin found out in her transformation, she ended up 
reducing the craving she had for those bad foods. Over time, you will do that too. As you eat better, you will realize you get so much mental energy and physical energy from healthy foods, and you'll be dumping all the stuff that makes you sleepy at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. All right, let's move into Friday interval training workouts because, again, in the beginner program, you only exercise twice per week. You do workout A and you do workout B. You don't do workout A again like you do in most of the other programs. So we'll, so we don't have a workout here on Friday, but we're going to talk about the interval training programs. So in beginner interval training workout A, you're going to start with a five-minute warm-up. So if you're going to do intervals on a treadmill, you're just going to walk real, really slow and build up your intensity over time. And then you're going to exercise for one minute at a hard pace. That's your first interval. And then you're going to follow that with active rest, which means just walking again at a slow pace. And you do that for two minutes. You do a total of four intervals. So you walk hard for a minute, rest for two minutes, walk hard for a minute, rest for two minutes, walk hard for a minute, rest for two minutes, and then one more time walking hard for a minute, and then you're going to recover with five-minute cool down. Now, as I said before, beginners can do interval training. So let's take a look at a beginner example. If you are someone who can walk at 3.5 miles per hour for 30 minutes, that's going to be a 6 out of 10 level of intensity because I'm going to call regular cardio exercise, something you do for 30, 45, 60 minutes, is a 6 out of 10. So now we just want to go up to a 7 out of 10 or, or maybe an 8 out of 10 for beginner intervals. And that just simply means increasing your speed by 1 to 2 notches. So if you think of running for your life as a 10 out of 10, we don't want to be any, anywhere near that. Even with advanced intervals, we're only going to be at a 9 out of 10. But with beginner intervals, we'll be slightly harder than cardio, but not anywhere near running for our lives. So we'll just be walking maybe at 3.8 miles per hour with maybe a 1% incline, and we'll do that for a minute. We'll give a really good hard walk there. Then we'll take it down to even below what we normally do with regular cardio. So we'll go all the way down to 3.0 miles per hour. And it sounds counterintuitive. I mean, you, you probably think, well, I'd probably burn more calories if I exercise at 3.5 miles per hour. But it's not about the calories that you burn in the session. I really don't know exactly what it is all about, to be honest with you. Interval training, why does it work so well? Not sure. Maybe it affects your growth hormone levels. Maybe it helps you uh, reduce your appetite, like the Australian researchers suggest. But it does impact your hormones in a different way than regular cardio exercise does. And at the very least, if it is not better than cardiovascular exercise, longer cardio workouts, that is, it is at least just as good and gives you results in half the time. So there's really no reason not to do it. Plus, a lot of people are reporting reduced injuries because we're cutting the exercise time in half. And if you warm up properly and you exercise the right intensity, you're not going to get an injury, and you're going to cut your exercise volume in half, which is the dark side of cardio. So that's it for workout A. In interval workout B, what you're going to do, this is after workout B, of course, you're going to do the same five-minute warm-up, progressing in, in intensity over time. Then you can do an interval for two minutes at about a seven out of ten. So in the first one, you did a minute at eight out of ten. Second workout, you're going to do two minutes at seven out of ten. And then you're going to follow that with two minutes of active rest. And you're only going to do three intervals. So those two-minute intervals are actually known as aerobic intervals. And they're kind of taken from marathon training, which is you know marathon runners and endurance athletes would do two- to three-minute aerobic intervals at a pace they could handle for about eight minutes. And they would just you know then take the same amount of time off, and then they would repeat the interval training. 
what interval training actually does is it, it, it trains your heart and lungs to, a, to an extent, but it, it works more on your muscles' ability to take oxygen from the vein, or sorry, from the uh, arteries and arterioles, and takes oxygen from there and extracts it better and uses it better because there's enzymes in the muscles that work better after training. Now, it doesn't really increase your ability to deliver the oxygen, but in, in many cases, most people's problems are not the delivery of oxygen, but the utilization of oxygen at the muscle level. So when your legs tire out, that's not because your heart and lungs tired out. It's because your legs, you know, if you're climbing stairs and your legs get fatigued and you can't climb any more stairs, it's because you need to increase the ability of your muscles' ability to use the oxygen that's delivered to it. So that's what's going to happen in these interval training situations. So that's it for the entire beginner program. Again, if you don't have it, take the trial offer, $4.95 at turbulencetraining.com forward slash trial dash offer dot shtml. And you know what? You won't regret it. I guarantee that you're going to love this program. And you're going to start your transformation. And you're going to... Possibly even beat Robin's fat loss, fat loss record of 34 pounds. I mean, she did an amazing job. She was 41 years old, started out overweight, depressed, inactive, lethargic, tired, you know, had everything against her. 41 years old, most, most women are quitting. But there's no, it's not a time to quit. She's got her confidence, her freedom, her energy. I mean, so much. And she even quit smoking in that, in that uh, 12-week period. She's been a smoker for 25 years. So imagine what you can do in 12 weeks. I really, truly believe that you can make a transformation just as impressive as hers. And not only that, but, I mean, you're going to add quality of life to you, to what, how you live now and years to your lifespan. Uh, you're going to be more social. You're going to be happier. It's just freedom. It truly is. And, and I can't wait to hear from you about how the Transformation Contest helps you and how... You know, you are able to help other people and inspire them because that's what she is now able to do. So I really can't wait to hear from you. So let's talk about Social Support Saturday. That's what always, always comes next after our Friday workout rundown. Here's something that I want you to understand. Who you associate with is more important than you can possibly ever imagine. When it comes to this transformation stuff, I mean, Robin was introduced to it by our friend Jason, who was actually a second place winner in the previous in the third transformation contest. And without social support from Jason, without social support from people on the forum, Robin wouldn't have achieved everything she had she achieved in that contest. Same with all of our winners. Every single one of our people who gets the results is someone who spends a lot of time on the forum. And research even shows that. In fact, we're going to talk about the five keys to social support in a second. But what I want you to realize is that if you hang around negative people, they will bring you down. If you hang around positive people, they will bring you up. It is that simple. Do not accept anything less than the best. Otherwise, you are cheating yourself of the amazing transformation that you can make. So I highly recommend that you do everything you can. You're going to follow these five steps next to get the social support you need. So here they are, the five keys to social support. Number one is to get health professional accountability. So that was the first social support study I found way back in the day. Uh, I came across this research study from Stanford University that showed 
if someone is accountable to a health professional, like a trainer, nutritionist, doctor, nurse, physiotherapist, anyone, if you have someone that you are prof- you know, who's a professional that you are accountable to, you will get more results because you do not want to let those people down. So by using the forums, you're accountable to me, if not all the other people on there, including some other health professionals. So please find someone you can be accountable to and that will be the biggest, one of the biggest steps in your social support and definitely your first step. The next thing I want you to do is get a workout partner, if possible, if you want to work out with somebody who can lose fat. Even if you only check in with them and work out with them once per week, say on Friday or Saturday, to have a great start to the weekend. But research shows that if you have a workout partner who, who is achieving the goals that you want to achieve, you have a better chance of achieving them as well. So if you want to lose 30 pounds of fat and you work out with somebody who takes it seriously, and loses 5, 10, 20 pounds of fat, you have a better chance of losing that 30 pounds of fat as well. So that's really, really important, is to find somebody who's working out and hang out with them and work out with them. If you can't do that, that's okay, because the next thing, getting the online support, is really, really powerful as well. A Swedish research study found that the more someone checked in on a weight loss club forum website, the better the results in a weight loss program. And, like I said, the people who win the transformation contest are the ones who check in on the forum all the time because they get positive support from people, even if they don't have a workout partner, even if they don't have professional accountability, even if they have negative people in their lives. As long as they have somewhere to go, it's like a refuge, a sanctuary where they can talk to people and get support, maybe even a kick in the butt sometimes, or tips on how to deal with certain situations and overcome obstacles in their lives. If you can do that, then you are going to get amazing results. So get the online support at TurbulenceTraining.com and TTMembers.com. Fourth thing is getting a nutrition buddy at work because we all know what it's like to go into work and have somebody throw you know, the, the big thing of donuts down in the corner and shove them in your face and bring in the Halloween candy or the Easter candy and all that junk. And if you have no one to turn to for support or no one you know, to, to form a coalition with and say, no, we're not going to eat this stuff, if you have no one else to go out to lunch with except for the people that go to Pizza Hut every day, you're going to have a hard time. You need the social support of someone to support you with your eating. In fact, this may be the most important one, is finding a nutrition buddy both at work and at home and everywhere you go because we know that diet is so important to fat loss. So please find a nutrition buddy, even if it's someone on- online who can help you plan your meals and stick to it and get the support for when you're you're tempted and struggling and and having a hard time. So that is a really important one. And the fifth thing to do is maybe the toughest one. And it's easier said than done. And I I know this is a very sore spot, a tough spot for a lot of people, but getting social support from your family and your spouse is going to be the next stage. I mean, certainly you can do it without their support. I mean, certainly some of our winners, you know, where we're single and, and did not have a spousal support at all. But even what's really, really hard is when you have negative family support. And so, you know, you may have to sit down and have a, a conversation with people. And I know, again, that's uh, easier said than done. But please try and, and, and share this amazing thing that you're trying to do with your family and get them to support you because they truly are going to be the ones that benefit as well in in a healthier, happier you, someone who's more confident. And as many people mentioned in their transformation motivation entries on the blog, 
A lot of people are struggling at work because of the way people treat other people who are overweight. And it's not fair and it's not nice, but it's the truth that people are discriminated against in terms of their outward appearance. And in this day and age, that uh, is just another strike that many people don't need. And in order to support families, a lot of people would benefit by being healthier and happier and more energetic and more outgoing and more confident and have more self-respect and, and command more respect from others. And those are words that, that I'm hearing time and time again on the Transformation Contest forums and in the, uh, in the blog contest that I had. And it's, it's powerful stuff and it's very emotional stuff and it's, you know, it's, it's even beyond my ability to, to help people in some cases because it is so psychologically powerful and I'm obviously not a trained psychologist. But all I can say is the more support you get, the better. And if nothing else, if you cannot find social support from a health professional, a workout partner, or a nutrition buddy, or family, you will always find support at TurbulenceTraining.com and TTMembers.com because, you know, that's what we're dedicated to. And it makes us very happy to help other people. Uh, everybody in the forum just loves to interact with other people and share because a lot of us have been through something that, that you are going through. So please do not uh, hesitate to ask for help because we are here to help you. And, you know, it, it makes us happy. It really, truly does make us happy to help you out. So social support is key. Those are the five essential factors in getting social support. And I can't wait to hear, to hear from you again on your success. And I can't wait to hear about the day when you are able to offer social support to somebody, when you are finally able to say, hey, I've been there. Here's what I did. And it's powerful stuff. So that is, uh, man, that is just a real thing that is, is very important to me is, is having that social support. And I, I know you're going to find it very important to you too. So uh, put a little smile on your face and join us over at the forum no matter how hard things are in life you will find some friends there. All right, Sunday, plan, shop, and prepare day. Who doesn't like going to the grocery store and doing a little planning and shopping and preparing? So I want to introduce, actually, the Turbulence Training Food Pyramid. I don't know. Maybe I should come up with, like, a rhomboid or something. Maybe a uh, octagon, maybe. Octagons are pretty popular these days. Anyways, here's some of the things that are essentially... Actually, I might have a hexagon here. Because we're going to talk about eating healthy, high-fiber, and low-sugar, whole-natural foods, such as the following hexagon. Actually, it wouldn't be a hexagon because some of these things are much more important than others. So I'm going to have to invent some new shape. Anyways, the foundation of what we're doing here are fruits and vegetables, whole-natural foods. I mean, you really can't overeat fruits and vegetables. It doesn't matter what you hear from the goofball bodybuilders who say that fruit makes you fat because it doesn't. That's ridiculous. So, you know, eating oranges, apples, strawberries, blueberries, bananas, I mean, all the normal stuff, not to mention, you know, kiwi fruit and everything else that's good about fruit, whole natural fruit, not juice, but the, you know, whole fruit, and vegetables, broccoli, peppers, asparagus, spinach, salad, I mean, onions, mushrooms, everything, everything that is out there. And I'm trying a new thing every week. This week I'm trying white asparagus. Probably tastes the same as normal asparagus, even avocados. I mean, like I said in, in one of the other calls, I used to be a very picky eater, and a lot of these things are new to me. And I highly recommend that you try one thing a week. Everybody can try one thing a week. And again, if you try one thing a week, that's 50, at least 50, if not 52, to 100 if you try two things a week. 
that's a lot of new natural foods you're going to find. You're going to find some that you like, and it's going to be a lot better than the processed foods, which I know taste so good, but we want them out of our lives and only as the smallest part of the turbulence training food pyramid. So vegetables and fruit are the foundation. Raw nuts are another important level here. Um, they're very healthy. They fill you up. They provide monounsaturated fats, fiber, protein. Um, nut butters are also very healthy. You can get almond, cashew, hazelnut, I mean, all these types of things. Even I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, natural peanut butter either. And I consume at least two or three servings of these nut butters every day. And uh, that makes it for great sandwiches if you're going to have whole grains, which are, again, lower down on our food pyramid. And protein sources. It can be vegetable protein sources. Um, I don't personally use protein powders, but you can use protein powders um, if you're a vegetarian and are concerned about protein intake. But as Brad Pilon has showed us in his research, that you really don't need more than a, you know, 70 to 120 grams of protein for the average size man and woman who does not have a lot of, you know, even who, yeah, the average size man, man or woman doesn't really need more than, you know, 0.8 grams of protein per pound of uh, body mass, at, you know, excluding body fat, because we really just don't need a gram per pound of, bo- of uh, protein, especially if we're overweight. I mean, if someone, if a woman weighs 200 pounds, she does not need 200 grams of protein. There's just no way. I mean, maybe she needs 70 to 100 grams of protein. So, protein sources is all different kinds, obviously. Anything from Protein shakes to lean beef, chicken and fish, whatever. Again, you just do not need to go over 120, maybe 150 grams of protein for a really muscular guy. So that's the next level there. Whole grains, I think, are okay. They're not uh, something that you have to get rid of, but they're not necessarily something that you have to have in your program either. And what I personally found is that by removing whole grains, that I do lose uh, belly fat faster. Now, some people really are, you know, so used to eating carbohydrate food, like whole grain carbohydrates, that they're not used to excluding those from their diet. But again, you don't have to go and cut them all out today. But if you, let's say the guys, uh, some of the people out there are 2 or 3% body fat away from their ideal physique, maybe cutting back on the whole grains will help. But for people that are eating processed foods all the time, I mean, what's more important for you is to simply get the right amount of calories and probably cutting out sugar. You know, if you're drinking 500 calories of soda per day, you know, cutting that out is more important than worrying whether or not you have whole grains in your diet. So, obviously, there's a hierarchy of what we need to cut out, and it's sugar first, and processed foods and trans fats, obviously, are right up there with sugar. Cut those foods out first. Then we can worry about the nitty-gritty stuff, like whether or not we should be consuming bread or not. Uh, but that's more of an advanced thing, and it's really just the peak and pinnacle of our pyramid, along with re- the reward foods. That's what uh, you know keeps us enjoying our diet and lifestyle. We can say, you know what, Friday night, I'm going to go have a couple slices of pizza with the family. We're going to go and play XYZ. Maybe we'll go bowling. Maybe you know it's Johnny's soccer night. We're going to go out for some pizza after. I'll have a couple of slices. I'm not going to stuff my face, but I'm just going to have a couple of pieces enjoy the time with my family, take joy out of the interaction and not just the foods because we know how quickly eating is over. I mean, it's it's done in minutes and 
you really can't get long-term joy out of eating, but you certainly can have long-term negative effects out of overeating. So, you know, reward meals are the peak and pinnacle of our food pyramid there. Again, still searching for a magical uh, shape that I can I can uh, call the turbulence training food shape. But again, it's really focused on eating whole natural foods, not from a bag or a box, and really focusing on food to help give us mental energy and to enjoy the foods that we eat and control, you know, and have power over food. I mean, you could certainly have, you know, a chocolate-covered croissant on a Saturday morning as long as you realize that you probably don't need to eat the giant croissant that's probably going to be 600 calories. Maybe you can have 300 calories and, you know, factor that into your daily calorie intake. But, you know, it's these giant servings and it's, you know, some of these nasty ingredients like the trans fats and, and then added sugar to our coffees that we drink along with the croissant. I mean, that's where we just need to be more cognizant of the calories that are coming in. So we'll talk about that maybe next week about how, you know, focused you really have to be on nutrition. I call it the nutrition education intensive period where you go through maybe two weeks of really being focused on the, you know learning how many calories are in food and then you can just cut back from that focus and because now you know you can just look at something and say oh that's probably like 800 calories so I don't need to eat all of that. We'll talk about that next week along with the Turbulence Training Buff Dudes Hot Chicks program which is what Robin used in her final phase of her transformation contest. And we'll talk about uh, common transformation questions more powerful fat loss support, and as I mentioned, the nutrition education intensive two weeks. So, wow, that was a longer call than usual, but hey, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TransformationContest.com. I really want you to check out the program. I want you to check out the contest. I want you to transform your life because I know that it's going to offer you freedom and confidence and more self-respect and more respect from others, and it really is going to be you know, as some people said, it means transforming their body means everything to them. And a lot of people are in some tough situations these days, and, and health and fitness can take you a long way to getting you out of, of bad situations. So if there's anything I can help you with, please let us know on the blog, on the forums, through our website at turbulencetraining.com. Just contact us for support because that's it's truly what we're here for, support. There couldn't be a better word for describing what I want to offer you. So I look forward to speaking with you next week. I hope you have a smile on your face and some pounds lost, and we'll talk to you next Sunday with another transformation and turbulence training call from TurbulenceTraining.com. Thank you very much.